Do you consider yourself normal? Then this is not the show for you. Please go somewhere else. This is WYRD. If it's getting weird, it's got to be the Weird Mountain Gals show. to Byron and Alicia, the Weird Mountain Gals. Anybody home? Anybody home? I was thinking, you keep them knocking, but you can't come in. But you can come in because this is your place. <laughs> you can come in anytime you want. <laughs> oh, is it Alice's Restaurant? It might be. We just jumped into all the music today, didn't we? This is a good time for it. The world is alive right now, for good or bad, whatever that means. But there's <laughs> there's like singing birds everywhere and, and croaking bullfrogs and, and you know, well, love making chipmunks. That was the last one that I saw that was kind of funny. Um, <laughs> we might as well be singing. Oh, golly, ain't that the truth? It is the truth. Everybody ain't else is. That's the damn truth. Grasshoppers are rubbing their legs. And, you know. Well, the, I've noticed around here the birds are not singing quite so much because they've already got their sweethearts, mm-hmm. and now they're raising youngins. Is it a well? Is it? Oh yeah, I found a broken eggshell the other day. Wow! So, Time marches on, doesn't it? Yeah, they ain't no grass growing under those little chicken feet. <laughs> no way. I told you I saw, I, I really did see this too, some some chipmunks doing it on the sidewalk. I was like, what's happening? Oh, okay. Y'all carry on. Love and, in all the right places. It was, they were in love, very much in love. You could tell. You could tell. Yes. Oh, yes. I'm sure you could. It's like a Hallmark movie around there. Yeah. A dang yeah. Hallmark movie. Yep. Yeah, yep. Yeah. And we have a new squirrel around the neighborhood. And oh, I've never seen a squirrel like him before. He's his body is gray, but his tail is red like a foxtail. Ooh, he sounds beautiful. He is beautiful, or she is beautiful. Yeah, I've seen him several times. So I have uh, white squirrels, a lot of white squirrels there. Mm-hmm. Which I find that interesting because my brother, who lives in Virginia, has got black squirrels. Which I've never seen. <laughs> oh, interesting. Do they have different ears? Are their ears different than the squirrels we're used to? The white squirrels that I have, no. And they all have like a spot of gray on them somewhere, which that's kind of distinguishes them from pure albino because they're not a strain mm-hmm. of albino. Um, but I don't know about Craig's black squirrels up there. We were just huh. talking about it, though. Yep, I know squirrels are just annoying. I hate those barbing. sons of beep, beep. <laughs> I came out in my garden yesterday and there were just little holes dug with those stupid, forgetful beep, beep. Have been just, did I leave something here? I thought I might have. <laughs> Not, maybe it's here. I don't know. Ugh, can't stand it. 
<laughs> yeah, I know they're annoying. I, I halfway think that they're the reason my flocks died. I had a big clump of flocks that had been there for, I don't know, 15, 20 years, and it just went and just died. Oh, I'm pretty sure it was the squirrels that got it. Might have been chipmunks. They're bastards, too. That's true. That's true. So and they've they've got this big condo inside of my yard. And it's what it is, is a big giant tree that fell. And we we did not dig out the stump. Because there was a family of chipmunks in there that we knew about. So we didn't dig it out. We left it. And that family of chipmunks has thrived there and grown bigger and bigger. Yeah. We have a lot of, yeah. <laughs> There's timid, you know, but yeah, they're around. Mess with cat dog pretty bad last week. I, did I tell you about that? No. What happened to my friend cat dog? What they do to him? <laughs> well, he went out on the side porch to watch kitty cat TV. And, uh-huh. and he sits with his face about six, eight inches away from the screen. And he'll fall asleep there and he just lounges around and just lives his best life there. And and if he's bored and looking for something to, you know, he watches Kitty Cat TV. And that's right across from where the condo is, chipmunk condo. Well, what the chipmunks will do, they have underground tunnels that go from the side yard to the backyard, which would run them diagonally across the side porch there if, if they were what. But what they do if they're not in the tunnel and they're above ground is they run to the kind of the edge of the porch and they get right there beside the edge of the porch and they run up that way. And then that way they're not out in the open. So that's what this chipmunk decided to do. And it took it ran as fast as it could straight toward the the porch and it was running straight toward cat dog. Oh my God. It just, it did. And <laughs> you want to see an animal come alive. He was almost asleep. He was, you, you know, you could tell he had like one eye was a little bit squinty and he was about asleep. And all of a sudden, this insane little chipmunk just boom, right over there to him. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. 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 I don't know. Life, life in the suburbs, I guess. It's kind of radical, huh? I guess it sounds dangerous. <laughs> sounds dangerous. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's not really dangerous. <laughs> so let me ask you a question. Sure. As a as a true Appalachian gal, familiar with lots of sayings in the old ways, if you knew someone and that person was going to open a house door, maybe not their house, okay? But they had a key to get in and, it, and all of that. And on the doorknob was a hornet, a black hornet. Was, would that be an omen or just a bad sign, bad yard upkeep or something? <laughs> well, I guess it would depend on the time of year. Um, yeah, I don't know much about hornet habits. Uh, so it might be an omen, but it might more rightly be a sign Yeah, that it was in a place that it probably shouldn't be for some reason that none of us know. Does that make sense? It does. Well, it was me. Uh, I was over uh, opening mom's door the other day. Yeah. 
Well, the other yeah. thing is this time of year, hornets are, are nesting. Oh. So it just could be that it was resting on a cool place in between doing all its nest work. Yeah, it might have been. It might have been that. Um, you know, it just it was inside There's because there's a screen door. And I opened that, and then I went to put my hand on the doorknob and put a key in there. And I realized, hey, there's a big giant hornet right there, or wasp, <laughs> right there. I'm not going to put my hand there. So, so, oh golly! Yeah, I didn't. Have you ever been stung by a wasp or a hornet? Yes, yes, ma'am. I have. I have is indeed. It, right on my some... beautiful fair Appalachian behind twice. Mm. Mm. That's is that thing. some That's pain? Just... It was some pain. It was some pain. Um, that's the it? thing about wasps and hornets. Unlike honeybees, if a honeybee stings you, it dies. Right. But, you know, a wasp or hornet can just keep stinging, listening to you scream and sting you again, listen to you scream a little bit more. Does it have uh, venom that comes out at stinger? I, I believe it does, but I, I don't actually know. It, if it doesn't, it feels like it does. <laughs> Boy, and that is exactly the truth of it. Yeah, it is. I, I tell you. And mud daubers, because they're really hornets, I guess, that live yeah, in the ground. Yeah, some kind of hornet. Yep. Ay, those are awful. They are. <laughs> they are, they are not our friends. They don't want to be our friends either. We've got some sort of supercalifragilistic bee, not bee, but wasp hornet. Uh, thing they call them murder hornets that are getting closer and closer to this area yeah they're pretty big i mean we just supposedly humans, very aggressive humans just love to be crappy about the natural world oh no but what about the murder hornets what's gonna be next blah 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 well i i was at a some kind of event about beekeeping Mm-hmm. And there was somebody there who is from some place along the Amazon, mm-hmm. and he he kept those uh, Africanized bees that everybody was so terrified of for so long. And he said, um, "Yeah, they're very sensitive, but they're also really hardworking, and they'll bring in more honey than anybody else." So oh, here's the thing: that. here's the thing you don't want to do. You don't want to be breathing on them. So put a damn mask on, which we've been saying for two and a half damn years. Put a mask on and don't breathe on them. And you probably are going to be okay. It's something in a breath that would, that rouse them up? Something in carbon, di- carbon monoxide. Dioxide. What do we put out? Mon- dioxide. Dioxide. Carbon dioxide. It was something in carbon dioxide that, um, that stressed them. Hmm. Or that stresses them. But this guy was like, yeah, I, I've been keeping those bees for about, I don't know, 10 years or something. It was really interesting. Mm-hmm. But you know what the media loves to do? Hype things up. Shake us up and make <laughs> us afraid of every damn thing. Yeah. Everything. Yeah, for sure. For they sure. Love to, they love to shake us up with things like, oh, no, eggs are terrible for you. Do not on in any circumstances eat eggs. And then three years later, they go, you know, what's really good for you. And nobody eats anymore is eggs. Huh? Isn't that interesting? <laughs> and I just want to smack them till their noses bleed. So, Byron, want to hear a story? Yeah, I do. You know, All right, I love now, stories. 
this is absolutely true. I promise. And it just happened right before I left my house today to come out to Weird Mountain. And it happened with cat dog. So, oh, boy. I love a cat dog story. <laughs> he's, you know, I've told you he's got this really intense personality. Well, part of that intensity are his eyes. They're like tiger eyes or something. And he's, he's a really beautiful cat in his own way. I mean, he's a little unexpected, but whatever. Uh, cat dog is also real vocal. So he's always just meow, 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 all the time. And he's not even Siamese, and he just does that all the time. And today, as I was locking the house up, I always make the side porch the last thing in case he wants to stay out on it a little bit longer. Well, I'm in the kitchen puttering around, and I hear him just going meow, 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 and he's at the door. And I'm like, I couldn't tell if he was just being needy or if something was wrong. So I, I turn around and I step toward him and I got about 10 feet away and I bent at the waist and I said, hey, cat dog, what's going on? What's up? What's up, buddy? And he looked at me and I swear his eyes went click. And for just a fraction of a second, they glowed like a camera flash. cat dog (laughs) that was the weirdest thing i've seen and i don't know what it could have been because i'm cat dog an alien is that what it is he's it's highly possible i mean it kind of made sense after it happened yeah and because and he looked right at me honestly and his eyes went click and i was just ooh ooh (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> yay cat dog yeah he got to me he blew my mind this afternoon dude he blew your mind yeah well he, you know, he, he should be healthy as much spinach and stuff as he eats i mean maybe it's making his eyes glow because you know <laughs> spinach is supposed to be real good for you yeah, I'm sure I crave it, and he get, he evidently craves it too. So he goes from Brussels sprouts to spinach. Uh, so I have seen him eat celery. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen him eat cucumber. It's just I don't get it. But he and he's very muscular looking cat. Nice. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and I guess he is an alien. I just hadn't thought of that formally before <laughs> cat dog the alien i think all cats are aliens do you there's a theory I about do. they ain't from around here <laughs> of course, i theory. think a lot of folks ain't from around here they're not necessarily aliens they just ain't from around here <laughs> well they could be considered aliens if your definition was kind of loose there's some people i would consider aliens you know and it's almost a cliche you remember uh that movie that what was that movie will smith was in about aliens men in black men in black oh (laughs) i loved that movie it was so good i did too and you remember michael jackson was an alien and all these famous people of the day were aliens like wow that makes total sense when there was that funny little dog yeah (laughs) Oh, yeah, he was kind of gross. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Shoot. There's, uh, 
there's not too many things that I look forward to seeing in the movie theater. Dune was one thing. And um, I told you about this Elvis trailer, didn't I? Uh-huh, yeah. Elvis movie. I think we talked about that in podcast. And I, I just am going back and forth about, well, why would I want to watch that? But it, it's because of what I saw in the trailer with that kid. He just looked very Elvis-like. I don't know how to explain it. Did you get involved in the Elvis stuff? No, my cousin, who just died a few months ago, she was a huge Elvis fan. But I was not. I was never, you know, I didn't, I didn't grow up knowing much about popular music. Oh, okay. So I didn't really know if he, you know, if he'd been playing Dvorak, I might have known something about him. But <laughs> uh, yeah, I wasn't much. And, you know, and I grew up with music in my neighborhood, you know, kind of mm-hmm. hillbilly sort of music, as they called it then. Hillbilly music. That's the best music. You know what? I know it's a cliche that those people don't. But the people who are uh, bluegrass musicians or mountain music musicians, that they don't smile, they don't pay attention to anybody else. And they just go from song to song to song to song to song and they don't talk. And that's true in some settings. Uh, it really is true. And part of the reason why is because that music is so good. They don't care if anybody else exists or not. <laughs> but, but also if you're playing with other people, you got to be listening to what they're where they are. You can't be, you know, grinning out at the audience and, you know, making eye contact with that cutie in the front row because you got to figure out what that fiddle player is about to do next. That's exactly right. <laughs> oh, it's so fun! I love it. I love it. I know I, you, you must miss it so much. You don't know. I, I remember, and I probably have told you this story too. There's a a musician I really think the world of, and his name is Angie Aparo. And uh, I want to say he's from Georgia. And he came into town to the Gray Eagle, and he was uh, uh, work uh, there with, oh, who is it? Kevin Kinney from Driving and Crying, right? So yeah, Kevin, yeah, them. yeah Kevin, well, I know, but Kevin was out that night. I think he was sick or something. I don't know. And he couldn't make the show. Angie made the show. And then afterwards, he was like, well, okay, guess I'll go back to the hotel room. And Selby and I just were like, hey, you want to go out? So come on, Angie. And we took him over to Jack in the Wood. Oh, nice. Now, and Angie's, you know, was an international musician at the time. He had been everywhere. He'd seen all and he was just fascinated. Well, he was fascinated because the band that was there and I, I, I'm thinking it might have been a jam. Because oh, I didn't recognize it. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't recognize any of them as together in a band. So, uh, and you know how they stand in a circle sometimes? Yeah. Well, this, these folks did. That's the jam. That's why I was thinking it was a jam because of the circle. And they did. They stood in a circle. There was probably about 10 of them. And their back was to the audience because of the way that circle was. Yeah. And that's what fascinated him. He, he just, he, he was completely fascinated by that. He couldn't imagine performing that way. Of course, now Angie's, he's, wow, what a performer he is. I'm happy to put a link up of some oh, of his nice. stuff. 
Yeah, he well, does. The thing about doing that kind of session is that they're not performing; they're playing. That's right, and it's different. There's a big, big difference. Huge difference. Huge you, difference. You play for the love of the music. Yes, and you, but per, and you perform for all those reasons that people perform. But just playing like that is because you love doing it, and you love doing it with your buddies, and you love yeah. doing it with people you never met before. <laughs> <laughs> You're it, exactly right. But it is it, so fun to see what they're going to do. These people you don't know, what are they going to do? I know, I know. I've spent my life thinking about it, about what is it that happens when you get in that music situation. See, you're getting ready to go and just have all kinds of music for the next two weeks. And well, so I am if, if, you know, if I choose to listen to it. Now, I'm going to be honest with you. There's an awful lot of pagan music I don't like. Yeah, Because it feels derivative and it's dull. And it's not performed well. And I've spent my life as a performer. And when people just, you know, they just half-ass do it and don't, I don't know. I'm not getting on that soapbox. Anyway, I, I might hear some really good music, but um, I, hope I might you do. hear some music that's not so good, too. Well, I hope you do. And I hope that, that our little plan falls together and we get to do some music that we think is very good. Yeah, you know? well, I, I will get to see um, two people that I, two group, a group and an individual that I love very much. And that is, I'm going to see Tuatha Dea. They're going to be over in, uh, at Pagan Unity Fest in Nashville. Well, yeah. south of Nashville. And uh, I'm going to see Mama Gina Lamont. And if you don't know her, you should. Uh, she, is, she is amazing, amazing. She's got a voice like buttermilk, just, oh, golly. And she did this. I heard her do this song before the pandemic that she was kind of workshopping, trying to figure out what she wanted to do with it. And I believe the name of it, it's on her new album. Uh, I believe the name of it is uh, Sunday Drive in Tupelo. Oh, wow. And it is, I mean, it's about, you know, it's a hot summer day. We're driving Sunday afternoon. We're taking a drive. And um, and it's about Elvis, but you wouldn't know it. You wouldn't know it till towards the end, and you go, "Oh, Tupelo, of course, of course, of course, nice, so nice." I can't wait. I'm going to look that up. Oh, I'll, put, I'll make sure I put her link up there. Yeah, please do. She is so good, yeah. and she has just had a world of hurt lately. She broke an arm, and mm. now her damn transmission's gone out, and. But you know, you just keep doing it. Just keep doing it. So I'm going to see both of them. And then, you know, my my goofy old work husband, I'll see him. Your goofy old work husband. Hey, goofy old work husband. How are you? Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, he's quite a talented person, too. He is. He is. Yeah. I love, love, love being around people who are talented that way. Me I too. I mean, it just, it's, there's something about it. And, you know, I. I I don't know what you want to call it, but there is something that happens if there's four of us playing music or let's say there's six of us playing music and we're in that proverbial circle that you and I've been talking about. And the reason that we're there is because we have to be aware of all the nuances together. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And 
when you get to the point that you can do that well, which has to happen instantly, by the way, even if it's the first time you've known them, <laughs> but it happens sometimes. What You become more than the sum total of your parts. Absolutely. Six of us there, but it's more than six of us that, that come out. And I've got the privilege of being around some of the most talented people that I know. And right now, like the current resonance band is changing and evolving because it hasn't gone away at all. We took a break because of COVID, because most of those, uh, most of the Mannions in the band there are, uh, have children. So we Mm -hmm. want to be very cautious about it, but we have occasionally met, we have added to our repertoire we've added to our band as far as personalities and the the new folks that are on are so talented we've got two new fellas on and i'm just i could not be more pleased they just we fall in together in harmonies that are just ridiculous that we know how to do that without practicing now not that we don't need to practice okay but you know to get to just fall into it the first time you try it is uh, mm-hmm. oh it's just so satisfying it really really is and uh, you know we even tried the last time we got together we even tried because uh, what you do when you've never been in the room with them before is you mix it up between originals and covers that way you can kind of learn their style and see what their strengths are or hear what their strengths are and and you know kind of evolve it and you try them with your own stuff too. And these fellas just their harmonies fell in naturally with mine and with Selby. And so we even did that like that cliche song that Seven Bridges Road. Oh my God, I love that song so much. That's an easy one to to suggest to a group of people that you've never played or sung with before because it's pretty sure that they're all going to know the song or at least well, and it's such well. easy easy harmonies on that one too well, yeah yes no yes no i don't know um i mean harmony is but they, it's so that was a song i was shocked that that we just fell in together correctly it was just uh. And so what it does is it makes me really want to do it again and then again and some more and some more. And you don't see me here slapping my arm, you see, but that's what it turns into is a, it, it's a real addiction because I get, I get so much out of it. I really do. I know you know what I mean. I do. I do. <laughs> I used to call it music trance. Yes. Yeah. That's, a, that's a good thing to call it. Yeah, I mean, it sort of it sort of reminds me of that, but but rather than dull in your senses, you you become relaxed. It's kind of a theta wave thing. You're in a theta wave, so you're thinking really fast and well, but you're very relaxed. And at some point, you've practiced with people enough to be able to let instinct take over. That's where Selby and I are. Yeah. Well, y'all been working together for so long. I know we have from the beginning of knowing each other pretty much. And uh, so, yeah, you get to kind of know their timing and stuff like that. Anyway, sorry, I didn't mean to go off into. Oh, no, that was great. I'm just craving it. I'm craving it. And I'm so happy for you. When are y'all getting to get 
getting together again. Well, I mean, you'd be happy for me, but none of those people are going to have me sing with them or play with them. So, you know, so I'll get to listen to them jam and that'll be lovely. But, you know, why don't you come come with us sometime when we're jamming? If you're if you're not too busy. Uh, Well, what did you just say to me? If I'm not. what? Well, okay, never mind. Yeah, that's, that's just not my world right now. I'm sorry to say that. Too. I know. Well, it'll be soon. <laughs> I have I'm a feeling, young dead. lady. Um, so I'll let you know the next time we get together. How about that? Okay. That it's kind of We pretty much want to every weekend, but with seven of us, we pretty much don't very often because of schedules. So that's kind of where we're at because we're not actively working for big gigs right now. We're getting together when we can and we're not really under a lot of pressure is how we feel. Yeah, that's good. That's real good. But I think that's getting ready to change, too, because these two new guys are kind of it's almost like it's put new energy into us. We're still kind of in that place of not really sure what we should be doing. Uh oh, and then you got some fresh meat. Woohoo! Yeah, right. And Let's should shake it up. Out there? Because it's it's impossible to play live without humans being around you. So, right. That's true. God. Yeah. So, should we just be doing outdoor shows? I don't know, but I got exposed to COVID twice on Sunday. Twice. Oh. Um, and of course, I didn't know at the time. I just heard, you know, a couple of days later. Oh, by the way, hi. Uh, I just took a COVID test and I'm positive. And it's like, yeah, okay. And in both instances, I was inside. Now, in one instance, uh, one of them had a mask on, and I was not seated very near her. Yeah. But um, but in the other instance. I was sitting right across the table from her. Wow. And yeah. And so it has reminded me that I am not bulletproof, no matter how much tequila I drink. Interesting. And and I need to make sure I've always got masks with me and I just need to make sure, especially about social distancing mm-hmm. and, and about wearing a mask where I can. Now, if you're going to have lunch with somebody, you're probably not going to have a mask on. But you also shouldn't be leaning across the table, Adam. Yeah. That's where I'm going to be a little more careful. That's where we need to get technology involved. Because at this point, we should be able to have a a lapel pin that can tell if we have COVID or not and let somebody across from us see it, you see. Good Lord. I'm Tell telling that to you. Elon Musk, he'll figure that out. Well, that'd be all right. That at this moment, that would be a helpful thing, don't you think? But you know what? My yeah. my rights are that I don't have to wear a lapel pin like that because I'm an American. <laughs> I'm gonna say one thing. I'm gonna say this. You know how you can't make me get a vaccine. You can't tell me what to do with my body. Right. Okay? <laughs> Unless, yeah, okay. unless you're That's a woman, all I'm and saying. everybody can tell you. Yeah, if you're a woman, anyway, enough said. Yeah, so. we'll we'll take that on in a different show. I think. That's right. I'm gonna go back to daydreaming. <laughs> <laughs>
I like okay. that. I was telling you about that was a good one. That was so funny. You're going to tell them about it. Or you're just going to do it. Well, we'll just do it. We'll spring it on them one day. Okay. <laughs> That'll be fun. I then, well, I guess it's time to hang up this device. I can't say phone anymore. Can to hang up this phone. <laughs> I've been trying to develop a sign because you know when we when we're telling somebody to call us or they called me we put out our pinky finger and our thumb and all the rest of the fingers bend down like an old-fashioned receiver right and, and i'm trying to get so that i just put my flat palm against my ear and go call me <laughs> call me is that because the youth of today might not understand the first one no because i don't give a damn what the youth of today do or do not understand <laughs> Now, don't I, mince words, Byron. I, I wish I did care, but honestly, if they can't, if they can't get it, then I, I can't help them. You know, because the whole world does not revolve around 2022. There are things that happened before now, and there will ha- be things that happen later. Yeah. And so, you know, it doesn't hurt you to know some history, friends. Mm. Uh, Anyway, and have a little discipline, but let's just move on. And tell you what, I'm actually going to move on, and before we get cut off here. All right. Yeah, you be be good, everybody. I'm no, I will not behave myself. I'm (laughs) writing a book. I got to get out and get some fun where I can get it. You're feisty. I am. I'm pretty feisty these days. That's all right, though. I think. Yeah. No, it is. Somebody needs to be fired up about some of this crap going on. Yeah, I'm just trying not to turn into one of them rat bastards everybody hates. But, uh, you know, I'm old now. If people don't like me, I don't I guess I probably don't care much. Isn't that awful? (laughs) I mean, I want the people that I love to love me back. But, you know, just sort of the general mass of people, if that. If they don't like me, it ain't no skin on my nose. No, no, no. You won't lose any sleep, I'm sure of that. I won't. Golly, I lose sleep over so much, but not that. Well, that guy who said, your opinion of me is none of my business was very... I love that. Yeah, and it's also very true. Yep. All right, y'all. We've done the Appalachian goodbye, so y'all take care. Yep, I'll see you later. Take care, miss. I'll see y'all later. All right, we'll see y'all. Bye now. Hey, thank you for spending your time with us here at Weird Mountain Gals. We sure do appreciate it. You know, I know time is the most important thing we have. So I promise that if you take your time to listen to us, we'll take our time to continue to be weird. Many thanks to Sunslice Records for all the help. We couldn't do it without you, Craig. Check out our social media for information, community, or a few laughs. W-Y-R-D Mountain Gals. W-Y-R-D Radio.